in this episode of Hello Educator. In Finnish system, every Finnish teacher has to make a master in education. So, what do you think are the aspects that can be implemented in India? We don't give grades in the primary school. Hey everyone, this is Asif and you're listening to Hello Educator. This episode is the second part of the interview that we did with Petri Lnoskorpi from Finland. If you have not listened to the first part, you can check the show notes for the link. Now, back to the interview. Now, when you are constantly keeping up to date and also, you know, changing the uh, curriculum as and when required, like like you said, you know, almost every every other year you are uh, doing that. So, when it yes. comes to the education system, most uh, key role is played uh, by the teachers so how do the teachers you know get ready to face uh, such a uh, shift in the education system in uh, finland that is that is a good question because that's what what has been my area for now for 25 years so mm-hmm. try to figure out what is the most easiest best and and uh, economic way to in-service train teachers because with this kind of uh, change speed of the world teachers need to be in-service trained very very could say all the time mm-hmm. is, is the right word so right. Uh, we have uh, created plenty of different ways how to in-service train teachers and how to could say let them to to train themselves to be uh, ready to face all the challenges what the uh, what the developing world is doing outside the school and as i said the first thing when i'm training the teachers is that that i only say to them that you only have one thing what you need to learn of and that is that uh, because you have this legacy that every teacher is teaching like mm-hmm. he or she has learned mm-hmm. you have to tr- learn of that and start learning with the new methods and that's why our trainings are they are not training days we have very short uh, in-service training sessions mm-hmm. where teachers are practicing uh, all these new skills and, and methods mm-hmm. by themselves mm-hmm. so they can get acquainted with the with the methods and and they understand how the learning processes will be done in those those new methods and with the new equipment in service training is one thing but becoming a teacher itself is another thing so how do you ensure that the teachers who come into the finnish education system are very well equipped what is the process that you know the aspiring teachers go through in uh, finland there are a couple of countries which which uh, teacher training is is academical based so in finnish system every finnish teacher has to make a master in education mm-hmm. and the practice and the professional training on site so uh, that gives the possibility on the other hand uh, in in our society the big difference is that in in finnish society uh, the teachers are well respected mm-hmm. not well paid but but well 
means that uh, that we are not having a lack of uh, of student uh, uh, students in in our system. For mm-hmm. example, last autumn, for one training place in the university to become a teacher, mm-hmm. there was more than 400 applicants. Mm-hmm. So we are trying to get the best of the best, and they are coming to the to the uh, university. One also one big difference is that the most and, and, and highest trained teachers in Finnish system are in the primary school because uh, we believe that that you need to learn all the basic learning skills in the beginning, and for that you need the best possible forces to give you the self-esteem and support that you can successfully go through your learning path in the in the future. That is the thing. The biggest challenge in Finnish education system is that, that uh, we have, uh, could say, people like me who have been graduated in, in 80s or early 90s, and they have not been basic trained for, for example, for using ICT and electronical materials and, and content in the teaching and, and training. And that has been our major uh, in-service train topics, for example, last last 15, 20 years. In the current uh, system, when an aspiring teacher uh, goes through the masters in education, what are the aspects that they uh, go through? For example, do they learn only about classroom management uh, or, uh, you know, just, just wanted to uh, get an overview of uh, the specifics there? Okay, so, so the Master of Education is is an uh, academical degree. Mm-hmm. So every teacher has to do the thesis on, on education. That's the scientific point. So, so they are trained to be also as a researchers. Mm-hmm. That is one third of the, of the training. Mm-hmm. One third of the training is the uh, pedagogical and, and didactical skills of different uh, subjects. Mm-hmm. So every subject has, has the different kind of didactical and pedagogical approaches. And, and those are one third of, of, the, of the training. And the last third is, is practical training. So our teacher trainees are training in classroom mm-hmm. quite a lot. So also longer periods and, and they are evaluated and supported uh, with those those uh, practice practical training. So these are the three three cornerstones of, of the training. So what is the duration of this uh, course? It's it's about four four to five years. So it's it's more like a professional degree that aspiring teachers go through, right? Uh, yes, it's a, it's an academical career on one hand because it's a real master of education degree from the university with mm-hmm. the academical basis and on the other hand it's a, it's a very heavy professional training to become a teacher very interesting yes i said our our uh, education system is is very much based on the research mm-hmm. and, and and that's why it's very important that teachers know the scientific background of of uh, how the learning processes are go- doing 
and what, how you can support those processes with pedagogical approaches, what kind of uh, research results there has been and, and in the history and on the other hand, what are the newest research results comparing this millennium age when, when everything is going in the clouds anyway. So mm-hmm. the latest mm-hmm. research is there present, but also the history of, of education and the psychology of learning processes and different kind of uh, kind of learning strategies and uh, plenty of different kind of topics what the mm-hmm. students need to go through. Now the Finnish education system itself, I see it is built upon uh, certain pillars. For example, one of that is uh, less is more. Can you explain about those main pillars of the Finnish uh, education system? Okay, so the main thing is that the world trend is, is today to go more and more competitive education. So the children are more and more uh, measured and, and put in the, in the leaderboards and, and giving points and grades. We also believe in uh, competition, mm-hmm. but we make the children compete themselves. So, for example, for that we don't give grades in the primary school mm-hmm. to the children. It's always teachers' verbal evaluation, very supportive one, which we try to find out the gifts of every child. So, in Finnish education system, you can't fail. There is no failure. Uh, happening in Finnish education system. So every child is supported and taken through the system. That is one big difference. So we don't believe in putting children to compete each other but themselves. Secondly, the system is very equal. So we don't have private schools so much. Only 2% of Finnish schools are private schools. All the other 98% 98% are public schools and, and that means that, that every child has equal opportunity mm-hmm. to learn and it's supported with the, with the best teachers. Finnish system is also very different in the standardization. So we don't have any, any standardization in, in Finnish schools. So we don't have standardized tests or other these kind of uh, things what are spreading in the world because We know from the scientific point that, in, for example, in the age group of 12 years old, the physically oldest brains in that group are more than 15 years old, and the youngest ones are 8 years old. So what uh, sense is there that you measure those children with the same mm-hmm. tests, for example? It's always those whose brain are older they will win and the youngest one will come in the in the end of the <laughs> line we believe that in in the because in the science says that in the age of 16 the equalization and the brain development is almost in the same level with all individuals so we give the children time to go through the system. So as I said, nobody is failing in our system and, and that is very positive thing and, it, and gives this kind of positive feeling also to the, to the schools. The only, only uh, national test or, or standardized test is for only for the high school students, which is about half of the age group 
who will take the maturity test after the year 12. Mm-hmm. And that is this kind of step zone for university studies. So, but half of the age group never will see that. So it's not our policy to give this kind of tests. Then the big difference is also also the world trend of, of uh, putting ICT in the in the schools. We have been implementing computers and ICT to schools now more than 20 years. And, and our experience is that, that if you put the equipment in the school, nobody will anywhere use them because nobody can. So that means that you have to train the teachers but if you train the teachers, they need to know what to do with those co- computers. And that's why the curriculum has to be developed also. Mm-hmm. And that's why, that's, that is one reason why our curriculum is updated every four or five years. Mm-hmm. Because the world is changing around and everybody has, for example, mobile phones in their pocket today. Mm-hmm. So that is very powerful learning tool for our students today and the teachers are trained how they can be used as a to support individual students learning i have uh, come across that you know you often have uh, study visits and uh, you know have a open system sort of uh, thing that is, that is one one big part of the I could say the finnish schools is that that we feel that that every place is a learning environment Mm-hmm. And it's up to the teacher to take the children to the best place where they can learn content or, or the phenomena or, or the thing what he or she is, is uh, teaching. So it's, it's much, much more uh, concrete that you go outside and uh, for a tree, for example, if you are, mm-hmm. if you are teaching the trees and plants than sit in the classroom and, and uh, look a picture on the textbook page. Mm-hmm. So that is the thing what we are doing. So for example, it's, it's a saying that, that uh, more you spend your lessons outside, the more the children will learn Correct. and understand. I agree. To my knowledge, uh, I think you've uh, started your career as the uh, primary school teacher in the 1980s. Yes. And uh, now you're uh, a consultant and advisor for the Finnish uh, National Board of uh, Education. And also yes. you're uh, sort of working with UNESCO and the uh, European uh, Commission. How is this uh, transformational uh, journey to you? What is the difference that you see? What are the similarities that you see? What are the learnings that is, uh, you know, being useful for you now? I could say the big eye-opener is, is that when you leave your own school and, and see how the colleagues are doing the work in different countries. And, and uh, it's, it's always, a, 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 I could say, two ways learning experience. Mm-hmm. Because every teacher is is a professional and, and, and they know what they are doing mm-hmm. so they have have plenty of things what we need also to learn mm-hmm. from for example every trip what I've been doing to India I, I have been learning lots of, of things from the Indian colleagues 
also the big thing is that if you can also share or give some advice or, or tell how you are doing the things, mm-hmm. uh, then it's beneficial for both ways. Mm-hmm. So the thing is that what is the big worry in my my mind is that if we started our curriculum development in beginning of 90s mm-hmm. and the first new version of curriculum in 1994 started with the sentence start cutting the content we got the new curriculum now it's it's something like edition 8 last year mm-hmm. and it starts with the phrase start cutting cutting the content so now we have been cutting the content for 20 years and and when i compare our textbooks to the to the globally used textbooks they are quite much thinner because we don't anymore need to teach to the children just in case somebody comes and asks some questions but we need to teach them the ways how they can find the information just in time so learning skills more and more communication interaction and critical thinking because the big uh, challenge with with internet for example is is that most of the information is is false information so these uh, skills to be critical and always always find some back word or background for every information those are the main things we are now concentrating to teach to the children mm-hmm. in our our system you've visited india and you know you had an opportunity to uh, interact with the teachers here so what do you think are the aspects that can be implemented in india which you think uh, might be of uh, real good use to uh, our education system actually three different starting uh, steps what every teacher can take the first step is that let the children to have breaks between the lessons mm-hmm. so the five minutes break when they change the classroom for example or wait the teacher to come is not enough because you have to just have some some movement and, and maybe physical education or, or physical activities between uh, the lessons so that the blood will circulate through brain and we are saying that it washes the brain and then the brain is ready for for the for the next lesson and mm-hmm. and, and uh, you have plenty of this kind of good examples in your schools from the teachers who have been visiting Finland and, and they have been implementing these breaks between lessons mm-hmm. because they got better results. Mm-hmm. Second thing is that uh, cutting the teaching sessions so at least the lesson ought to be cut in in a, for several shorter periods so not one hour lectures or for half, half an hour lectures mm-hmm. but short short lessons this kind of uh, kind of information flashes and then activate the children to use their brain so 
try to find and figure out the challenges. So that is that is the second thing. Third thing, what can be easily implemented is to start cutting both the content and homework. In in global global media, there is this this uh, rumor going on that in Finnish schools we don't give homework to children. Mm. Or yes, we give. Of course, we give homework, but the homework is not for children to train and work at home. Mm-hmm. I always always ask the parents in in different countries when I meet them mm-hmm. that that how many of you will take your work at home and do the double shift at home? Okay, why do you want to punish your children that? So that if they work in the school full day mm-hmm. why do they have to do the double shift at school at exactly. home exactly so we use use homework just for recalling mm-hmm. what has been learned during the day so it's couple of questions maybe a couple of mathematical assignments or practical things but not long so we try to keep it as short as possible so in in the primary school it's only only 20 to 30 minutes maybe secondary school a little bit longer and, and so on but only for the children to recall what has been learned because that's how the brains are learning mm-hmm. so they are not learning by by repeating the things numberlessly but it's it's a between uh, between the school day and the homework if there is a break for the brain they can then recall and, and memorize the things with very small effort. In the next episode of Hello Educator. The stuff that you're working on, uh, which is your area, main area of focus has been uh, in ICT and uh, e-learning. Different kind of learning materials and, and developing different kind of social micro courses.